back, everyone, to another episode of the Craft Parenting Podcast. And we thought that a good night's sleep would help. <laughs> or did we just record after that? <laughs> <laughs> you may never know. Uh, we are the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. And um, uh, our kids are asleep and uh, we are ready to uh, get on with the higher gravity beer vent calendar. How are you? Day six. I am Joe Ludwig. She's Caroline. <laughs> we're Hi. doing we're doing the higher gravity beer vent calendar. Um, day six. And if you want to know what that is, we have previous episodes. So you should go. You should go check those out. Um, they're right in the RSS feed or the YouTube feed if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, but without further ado, what is the beer for day six? Whole lots of cherry, a cherry cheesecake <clears throat> smoothie sour from Sixteen Lots Brewing. The can say says whole lots of cherry cheesecake smoothie sour. Cherry and cheesecake, yes, please. Uh, that sounds delicious. Yeah, so you can open that while I read this. All right. Mr. I'm so thirsty that I'm not going to warn my wife that the loud noise is coming through her headphones now. So the description from their website is a devish, devilishly tart and tangy smoothie sour made with real sweet and dark cherries, New York style cheesecake, and marshmallow cream. It's a one of a kind creation. Ooh, As she's thick with like is this like a four smooch? This is a this is a smoothie sour that contains cheesecake. Contains cheesecake. I'm excited. Okay. She's thick with a few C's. I definitely cannot see Joe <laughs> through this beer. Um, I feel like like it it almost looks like a lava lamp. But not like a lava lamp. Yours like, does. I don't have any chunks. I, we probably were supposed to gently roll the can before we poured it. Is there instructions? There's not, but <laughs> maybe there was. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, there was not instructions to do that, but we probably should have done that. I didn't realize it had, like, literally cheesecake in it. It's a cheesecake sour. So... Like it's, I can see like different bands of color and viscosity and they're like smooth swirling around. It's pretty cool. Um, there isn't really much of a head. Joe's beer looks very different than mine because his is, his kind looks like cherry juice. Mine looks like cherry cheesecake juice. Should we like, this is good. I don't know. This is all you boo. I am not participating in this. I am just here for moral support. Right. That that didn't go as <laughs> as bad as I thought. So, um, so we kind of just mixed it around for those not watching, um, because, um, yeah, mine was literally just Joe got the top of the can. I got the top of the can, and I got the middle of the can, which had a lot more solid contents in it yeah so we just kind of mixed it together and um split it in half <laughs> this is like so it's it i taste cherry i taste cheesecake and it's like a smoothie that you let melt 
but it's really good. Like there's a lot of really tart cherry. Yeah. I am a big fan. The concern with cherry is you don't want it to taste medicinal. And this does not taste medicinal. No, it does not. But I would drink this as medicine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, according to some, not naming names, uh, Jägermeister cures the hiccups. That is false information. <laughs> it does not work. It just said according to some. I it is according to some. It is not true. <laughs> <laughs> I do not know that from my personal experience, but I know it from personally experiencing someone else's experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's yep. their story to tell, though, not ours. No, yep, not ours to tell. Um, so I'm not really a big sour person. However, this is pretty good. Well, it's more... This isn't like an in-your-face pucker sour. It's more of like, it's, it is a little I'm bit. eating a cherry, and cherries are tart. Mm. So you're getting, like, it's cutting through that <clears throat> wham-bam, super sour that some beers can be like. I don't think I've had a smoothie before. See, I know that, I know they were popular or whatever. A smoothie beer. I was going to say, you've had a smoothie, hon. I bought you a smoothie like a month ago, and that was not your first smoothie. Mm-hmm. Um, you used to make smoothies. No, no. I mean, you know what I mean? I know you meant a smoothie beer, but that's not what you said. <laughs> and the truth beer and consequences guys are going to roast you for it. I don't think they do uh, beer vent reviews. They did last year. They reviewed every single one. Yes. They like smooshed them all together, but uh, they're beer episodes, and a lot of them are Cincinnati craft beer. Wow. We'll see. We'll and see. And they're short boys. Well, we keep talking. We so do keep talking. You said the 22 minute episode was going to be the longest, and we have several <laughs> that are longer. <laughs> In um, my defense, I am sleep loopy. <laughs> oh, it just it settled again. <laughs> yeah, it does that. That's it's it's a smoothie sour. That's what it's smoothie beer. That's what the smoothie beers do. Hmm. Ooh, she thick, thick, thick. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> like I thought I wouldn't like it, but like just like a smoothie beer. So you don't this. know how you feel about it in a good way. Like because sometimes when people say that they're like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Well, you interrupted me, so I, I was going to say that. Um, this is a very good first impression of a smoothie beer mm-hmm. uh, because I typically don't like, you know, chunks and, and stuff. It's just like a texture thing for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but, um, I don't know if I would consider this beer. Like, is this a beer? I got a lot of smoothie right now. <laughs> well, I think this is. This is why Brett Coleman Baker no longer says that he brews beer and he says that he makes Midwest fruit tarts. Mm-hmm. This is kind of getting into that. Other is this category. more fruit than beer? Yeah, I don't know that I would like order this at a bar, but um, man, I would this not want to clean the lines after this one. This is good, though. It is really good. I don't know if they could do this. Could Can you do smoothie beers on draft? Right now, this is on draft at 16 Lot Southern Out- Outpost. Oh, is it? Down in Newport. Yes. Okay. 
Because that's where I found the description. Okay. So uh, who is uh, 16 Lots? They have two locations. They do. They have their original location in Mason. And they have the 16 Lots Southern Outpost. Um, But so for their origin story and their pre-origin story... (laughs) At the turn of the 19th century, Revolutionary War Officer Major William Mason relocated his family to southwest Ohio. Mason surveyed and purchased land, 16 lots, which was, plat- which was plated together on the banks of Muddy Creek. Over the next 200 years, the area continued to grow and develop into our beloved city of Mason, Ohio. We are drawn to this area just as the Major was. With a salute to our city's founder, we have formed the 16 Lots Brewing Company, named after those initial parcels of land joined together to form the heart of Mason. Major Mason's passage to Southwest Ohio and his survey of the land was the inspiration for the logo as well. Through our research, we discovered the Theodolite. I was really confident on how to say that, and then I lost it. (laughs) Theodolite, a surveying tool of the time, which not only symbolizes our passion for the precise science and mechanics of beer making, but also for the new direction that the brewery founders are taking. Borrowing a wheel from the theodite and adding another surveying tool, a plumb bob, to keep us straight and true in our endeavor, we have the foundation of our corporate mark. With the final nod to Major Mason, we implemented the style and color of the numbered buttons worn on Revolutionary War uniforms to signify military regiments. In that fashion, we stamp our symbol and the 16 Lots Brewing Company logo is born. I think this is the only one that I know that really talks about their logo. All the other ones are just like, hey, we home brewed. Now we do beer and not our garage. Now we uh, do it professionally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure he homebrewed too. Yeah. Uh, Dell, I think his name is Dell. So Dell is the co-owner. He's one of the owners. And co-founder. And um, I believe he's a veteran. I can pull up his thing. So Mike Burton is the founder and CEO. Mm-hmm. And Dell Hall is the co-founder slash co-owner. And if you have heard about the guy who doesn't do who doesn't eat anything during Lent but will drink beer, you have heard of Dell. Oh, is that him? Because he's that guy that he, doesn't eat anything. So he was Lent. at Fifty West. Yes, he was originally at Fifty West. The if I'm recalling my Cincy Brewcast history correctly, um, sixteen sixteen lots, or like he wanted to look for something new, or sixteen lots kind of was like, hey, you're really good at what you do. You should come join our team while we're in the process of getting everything set up. And he said, only if I'm a co-founder or like if I'm a co-owner because I want to have a major stake in this to be super invested in it, to like show that like its success will be my success and vice versa, to be very with it. I lost the plot again. You're summarizing what he said. Yes. Um, okay. So I believe he's a veteran. Because they... Um, yes. Wait. Yeah. Sergeant yeah. Dell Cigar Speakeasy. <laughs> That's going to be opening in May of 2023 in the Southern Outpost. That did happen. There is a cigar speakeasy in Southern Outpost. Yeah. So that's right on the levee. Um, it's actually... Um, so there's a uh, wooden cask. And then right across the hall is the 16-lot Southern Outpost. So Wooden Cask also has a southern loca- uh, a second location. Rising ships raise all tides. Yeah. 
I don't know who, I guess, Wooden Cask got there first. Wooden Cask's location is smaller. Yes. The Southern Outpost is, it looked big. We mm-hmm. didn't go in. <clears throat> we saw a movie down there, like, in August, I believe. July? Yes. I guess that was late July, early August. Um, but uh, we just, we snuck into... Wooden cask as they were closing. <laughs> Everything closes down there at like seven on oh, Sunday. Wow. Well, I mean it's Sunday, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, not as dramatic as everything. Or was it like... six? I think it was six actually. Oh wow! Like she was like, "Yeah, we have to. I have to lock the doors. <laughs> you can still drink, but I have to lock the doors." That's crazy. Mm. Yeah. No, this this is really good. Uh, so hats off to um, the team that made it. I never thought, you know, I would drink a cheesecake beer. <laughs> you like cheesecake. I do you like. Elliot ate like three quarters of that cheesecake. We basically ate all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I had like three tiny slices of it. Well, I, I <laughs> seem to remember buying um, cream cheese specifically earlier this year to make for you to make me cheesecake. So here's the thing. And we still have the the cheese. No, I use that cream cheese to make my pumpkin pies. Okay. Um, But you you bought cheesecake and then told me, you bought cream cheese and then told me to make cheesecake with it. Mm -hmm. I need more than cream cheese to make cheesecake. I thought we had, we have the graham crackers. You insist on buying them every year. One year we're going to actually use the fire pit with the kids. I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we have the grand crackers. I just make sad s'mores in the microwave. When I'm not I watch the little, yeah, I watch the little marshmallow expand. I've never seen you do that. Yeah, it's usually when you're putting one of the kids to bed. (laughs) I have to sneak it away from everybody. Otherwise I have to share. And I can't have s'more if I give you and the kids some. Mm -hmm. Because then there won't be s'more for me. All right. Um, What's a good beer? Oh, I got him. She thick. Bunch of sour. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pucker. A little bit. That a little was, bit of that tart cherry. That uh, that last drink was at least. Yeah, we're gonna have to clean the table now. Yeah, and get new glasses. <laughs> yeah, we're doing another episode, but we weren't supposed to tell people. <laughs> Forget what we just said. And no, just no um, animations on the screen this time. We figured that out. <laughs> Maybe they'll make an appearance again. I don't know. <laughs> Joe's learning a lot about the software today and earlier this week. Yeah, OBS updated. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just look pretty and talk about the beer. Yeah. Um, That's my job. But uh, this is a good beer. It is. um, That was what day? This is day six. Yeah. So happy St. Nick's Day. Yesterday, everybody. Our kids got candy and stuff. I don't remember what I put on the list for what they're getting for St. Nick's Day. But there is a list of what they get when. And it is somewhere in this house. Mm -hmm. Probably. (laughs) Maybe. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Happy St. Nick's Day. That's... uh... We learned a lot about St. Nick this year. <laughs> we did. Are we supposed to go into the history of St. Nick? Uh, no. It's too late for that. He's Greek. He's like Mesopotamian. Mesopotamian 
he's from Mesopotamia. Mesopotamia. Yes. Yeah. Which was part of that whole. And then the borders keep changing. So yeah, is it present day Greek? No, Greece? No, not necessarily. And he was a wanderer. He but, was a wanderer. So he just he kept wandering, and um, that's probably why. Um, the it's probably not just the Germans that celebrate it. I would imagine all the Europeans do. I think a lot of them do. I know there was somebody that I used to work with back in ye olden times because I was in high school, and she said that her family only celebrated, like only gave presents on St. Nick's Day. Mm-hmm. No presents at all on Christmas. Yeah. And she was like, but all my friends get presents on Christmas, but none of my friends know what St. Nick's Day is. And her parents are like, nope, we only do St. Nick's Day because yeah. Christmas is for Jesus. I'd be interested in that. Lily will want to sing happy birthday to St. Nick on December 6th. Because we we asked a lot of questions about holidays on the way home. And so I was going like, oh, yeah, there's Thanksgiving, which is basically like the birthday of a big fancy meal. And then there's Christmas, which is Jesus's birthday. And there's Valentine's Day, which is St. Valentine's birthday. Feast day, not birthday. I think it's actually his death day. I think St. Patrick's Day might be his birthday. Like the dates correspond with either when they were born or they died. And I was like, actually, a lot of holidays usually fall on somebody's birthday or death day. <laughs> so she's going to want to sing happy birthday to St. Nicholas on St. Nick's Day. And I'm going to have to Google whether or not that's accurate. Usually their feast days fall under their birthday or their death day but if it's his death day no actually lily's gonna think it's his birthday or it's when they're canonized i thought i don't know <laughs> anyway um saint nick this is day six yeah the higher bear gravity bureau calendar we will be back back for day seven tomorrow tomorrow i <laughs>